Did you know there was a free five-part podcast series all about classroom management? In this series, learn how I went from using traditional classroom management strategies without a lot of success to becoming a behavior detective. Discover how I help children with root cause of their behavior issues instead of just addressing the behavior itself. If you want to take a listen to this new series, just check the show notes. You're listening to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast, the podcast for quick, actionable ideas and tips to help you up your confidence and joy in educating little learners. I'm your host, Ashley Rives. Let's get to the show. Well, hello and welcome back. It's Ashley here from Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast, and you are listening to episode 12, How to Teach Social-Emotional Skills. This episode is part of a three-part series, episodes 10, 11, and 12, where you can learn about why to teach social-emotional skills, which skills to teach, and today is all about how I go about teaching those social-emotional skills to my young children. Just as I said in the last episode, I think the absolute best way to teach social-emotional skills to young children is when the opportunity arises in the moment, because that's where we all learn best. But I will say for the last couple of years, I've been teaching social emotional skills in a very intentional way in my whole group. The reason I started doing this is because I noticed more and more children coming in the classroom without some of these very important social emotional skills. And so In addition to teaching in the moment, I decided to add this component to our whole group and we only do it once a week. So it doesn't take up a ton of time, but I have found that it is incredibly beneficial. And honestly, I was kind of surprised at some of these benefits. Now I knew that we were going to be learning some great skills and I would probably start seeing um, more of them implemented in the classroom. But something I really like about bringing in social emotional skills into a whole group is it gives us all the same language. We are using the same words for the things that we're talking about. And then I also love that this experience that we've had in whole group is now an experience that children can draw on later. And I can even use, for example, I might see a child who is upset with themselves because there's something that they cannot do and they are, I can't do it. And I can remind them of the amazing lesson that we did when we read Giraffes Can't Dance and we learned about the word yet. And I can remind them, remember that when we read that and we learned that there are some things you can't do yet, but you're eventually going to learn how to do them. And so drawing on that experience is going to better help children understand the concept. Another benefit that I have really, really enjoyed seeing is how having these whole group social emotional lessons has really helped us build our classroom community because we're all sitting around or talking together. The children get a lot of time to share their own experiences. And so it's really like bonded us and made it feel like we're more together in this idea of learning how to be a preschooler. And I have found that my children have become cheerleaders for each other. It's amazing, amazing to watch. And so they will be the reminders for them, or they will be the, remember, you can do it. Just remember, you can, you can't do it yet, but you can. And it's just been such 
a surprising and wonderful experience to hear them really cheering each other on. And I'm not sure that would have happened if we wouldn't have learned these skills in a whole group so that they wouldn't all have this experience to draw on. And I think that it's helping our children better understand each other and then how everyone has different needs. Everyone has different strengths and weaknesses. And so this has been something that was unexpected, but absolutely amazing to watch. So if you're thinking, okay, okay, already, I have bought into this idea, but please tell me what's inside of a social emotional lesson. So we're going to talk about what are the components. So each time we sit down to have a social emotional lesson, we read a book related to the topic. I like to read a book because the authors usually do such a great job of drawing the kids in and making it very relatable. And so we always tie a book to it. And then we discuss the topic using some predetermined questions and discussion starters that I have written down. So this helps me not have to be right on the spot. It gives me kind of a starting point, but it also allows for children to kind of take it away too. So we do a lot of discussion through this. We talk a lot. I ask them lots of questions and you know, that can obviously be hard because sometimes we have some friends that like to tell us everything and some that are a little bit more reserved but I try to let them share as much on topic as possible. We also sometimes sing a song related to the skill, and we usually do an extension activity if time allows. So this might be like acting out the skill, sorting um, sorting different components of a skill, going through some scenarios, things like that. We do this one day a week during our whole group time. Now, at the beginning of the year, I actually take two days a week to do this because I split the lesson in half. But the more used to it that children get and the more they understand the flow, the faster we seem to go. And so I usually by mid end year can do this within one block during a day. Takes us about 15 minutes. If they're extra chatty and engaged, it could go up to 20, which sounds like a long time, but you have to remember that they are giving input and feedback and ideas around the social emotional skill that whole time after we read the book. And we actually have eight months of lessons with a lesson a week. So each month has a focus and these focuses are based on the skills from castle.org that were shared back in episode 11. So if you haven't listened to that episode, that's a good one. And you can also go to the show notes for episode 11 and grab a skill chart, a skill matrix um, for social emotional skills that you may want to teach. But we like to start the beginning of the year with the self-awareness because that is definitely where our children are as far as egocentricness. I'm not sure if that's a word. Anyhow, month one starts with I am me. And we talk about uniqueness and feelings and strengths and growth mindset because it's very much self-awareness that we're focusing on. And then in the second month, we move to more of social awareness, appreciating the differences of others. So how are we alike? How are we different? How can we be respectful and have empathy for others? And those two units fit so perfectly at the beginning of the year because a lot of us are talking about 
all about me. And we're talking about our classmates and friendships and just kind of all new to school. And so these fit really nicely there. Then in month three, once we're kind of settled into the flow, we focus on calming the stress. So we're going to move more into self-management. So we're going to be talking about listening to your body, what to do when I'm angry, what can I do when I'm sad, what can I do when I'm frustrated, kind of giving them some of these coping strategies for when things don't go the way that they intended them to. Then month four, generally for us, lands around December, which is really nice because we start talking about impulses and self-discipline. And this is under the umbrella of self-management. So we can teach about waiting. Waiting is hard. They know this, especially around the holidays. We talk about following rules and how everyone has a bubble in space. And we talk about the fact that sometimes we fail and how to handle those things. So more self-management topics. And then we do even more self-management topics in month five when we talk about listening and speaking. We focus on expressing ourselves, conversational turn-taking, ways to get attention, and accepting no, which as we know is hard for lots of preschoolers, even adults. (laughs) Then kind of on the downward slide of the year in month six and seven, we look at relationship skills making friends, how to make a friend, how to include others, how to take turns, including lots of friends in your play, not just one friend in your play, what being a good friend looks like, showing kindness, how to apologize, how to listen to your friends and their needs and wants. So we do a lot of that come the spring. And then our very last unit in month eight is handling peer problems. And so this falls under decision-making. So we talk about problems that friends have, how we can talk them out, ways to handle these problems, and then getting help if things aren't working out the way that you had planned. Now, the sequence of teaching these social emotional skills is kind of hard because of course you want to kind of front load them because you will, they will have all of the skills they need throughout the year. But as we know, that just isn't going to work. That's just too much content. And so sometimes you may want to pull out specific lessons. And that's the great part is if I am seeing that my class is having an issue with including others and they only will let one friend play with them, one friend sit by them, those type of things, I can go straight to that lesson. I can skip ahead. There is no rule book. And even though there's a laid out plan that helps me know what I want to do, it is so important that I watch and keep a pulse on what's going on socially in the classroom and help them with the skills that they are struggling with right then. So just keep that in mind that it is so incredibly important that even though there is a structure and the structure makes sense in our brain because it goes from skills that are a little bit easier for them to grasp to a little more deeper thinking skills, it's also important to meet them where they are because that's when they're going to learn these skills the very, very best. So that's always an option is pulling out those skills that you see your students need the most help with and doing a lesson on that directly. So if you're thinking about adding intentional whole group social emotional lessons to your lesson plans, let me just do a little recap here. The benefits that I've found are pretty crazy good. 
we all get the same language around the skills that we're learning. It helps us build our classroom community. We now have a shared experience that we can later draw on and our classmates are being cheerleaders for each other, which is absolutely amazing to see. And the components of a social emotional lesson, I'll run over those real fast. What's working well for me is reading a book related to the topic, having some discussion time by using some predetermined questions, discussion starters, and doing an extension activity, which helps make that skill that we're talking about a little bit more concrete. If you want to take a look into the social emotional lessons that I created for my class, you can head to the show notes at www.lovelycommotion.com slash episode 12. I'm wishing you a wonderful week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and help more preschool teachers just like you. Keep being lovely. Lovely.